Welcome to the Best Ever You Show with your host, Elizabeth Hamilton Garino, CEO and founder of the Best Ever You Network, helping you live your life to the fullest. How? Real people, including celebrities, real advice, real places, products, and businesses, real life stories. It's all right here for you with this radio show, printed magazine, websites, community, and more. Remember to visit us online, too, at besteveryou.com. And now here's your host, CEO and founder of the Best Ever You Network, Elizabeth Hamilton Garino. Hello, everybody, and thank you so much for listening to the Best Ever You Show. We have got, actually, I'm just not the only host here today, so that's a a little bit not quite right, but happy Thanksgiving, and I have Gary Kobat with me, everybody. He's awesome. Hi, Gary. How are you? Hey, Elizabeth. Wow, we're back together. I love this. We are, yeah. I uh, we're, And I don't know if people know this or not, but we're not in the same room. I'm in Maine, and you're in Los Angeles. <laughs> so you actually couldn't be, you know, further spaced apart a little bit. So, But it's uh, it's awesome. And we do this show every year. This is our Good Morning Gratitude Thanksgiving Day special. And um, I've had to do this show. Um, I've, I'm sorry. I've done this show every year now um, and have done this show really early in the morning and at noon now. <laughs> it's pretty fun just being all over the place with it and what it started out being. Um, I was just testing some new equipment on Thanksgiving Day with my, I think he was probably 10, year old, 10 years old at the time, Quaid. And I was live on the air and we were testing it and people started to call in. And um, it turned into, I'm like, well, if you're going to call in, share what you're thankful for, it's Thanksgiving. And that's sort of how it all started. So kind of come from there. And I've done, I've co-hosted shows on Thanksgiving Day with your sister before when you couldn't do it. And we've had so much fun. <laughs> it's awesome. Hi, Debbie. <laughs> How awesome so, is that? Yeah, yeah, and every time you I, and I do it, it's like 90 degrees here. And I yeah. don't know what the weather is like in Maine, but fill us in. What's going on on the east? Well, it's sunny and probably like I'll give it 55-ish is where it's headed, I think. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And happy Thanksgiving. How's your family? Everybody's great. Happy Thanksgiving to you, too, where they're trickling home one by one. Cam came home (laughs) yesterday, Quinn the day before that, and then Connor has to work on Friday, so he'll come home Saturday, so we're saving everything for him, and I guess we're going to have, like, a second Thanksgiving. Um, you know, if we don't Wouldn't eat all me. these pies we made. <laughs> oh, my God. I know it. I was I saw something on Facebook the other day. They were like, pies and pies and pies and more pies. And I'm like, what's up with the pies? <laughs> we went a little bit crazy on the pie this year. It's okay, right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> whatever. Everybody wanted pie, so we did pie. But um, well, I don't think you know, we'll eat all of it. Yeah. The average person eats five to 7,000 calories on a Thanksgiving day, and if they normally eat 1,500 calories a day, they're eating like three, four, five days' worth of food on one day. Some people, I was talking to a whole bunch of people earlier today, and they were like, you know, going to a second Thanksgiving dinner and a third Thanksgiving dinner today, and I was like, oh, my goodness. So we were helping them with some tips on how to they're say no right. and, not, and not upset anybody, right? Oh, my gosh, yeah. I've been uh... – I've been doing, I've been really focused on yoga and all of this stuff. And so I don't think I'm going to eat like that today. Um, Whereas in the past I might have or did, uh, I'm not going to admit either way, (laughs) but today I think I'm going to go easy on the food a little bit, but I've, I've made everything. And, um, but I read that today, like 52 million turkeys and 5,000 some calories and 
it's crazy. So um, I think I'm going to lay low a little bit on, on the food because uh, it's an awful lot of walking and yoga. i got to do to work that off. That's a lot, isn't it? So, oh, wow. In spirit of the show, what are you grateful for today? Uh, you know, I I always say the same thing every year. Um, I, of course, grateful for family and you and, you know, all, all the good things around. But I'm always, I take it back to being grateful for being alive. And um, I think you're going to say a little bit of that, too, this year. Um, but I am always so thankful, and I say it every year, just thankful for breath. Um, because I know what it's like to not have it. And, um, you know, I've had some very serious food allergic reactions and have nearly lost my life um, on two really brutal occasions. One while I was pregnant with Cameron, six months pregnant with Cam. And I spent about a week in the hospital in Minnesota with both of us trying to survive that. And um, so I always, I take it maybe too seriously. I don't know. Um, I take it all the way back to being thankful for breath. I don't have little numbered lists of every single thing I'm grateful for, but I go all the way back to breath. How about you? Well, <laughs> I was serious. Huh? <laughs> I, I was telling a group this morning, I said, uh, you know, with each one of my clients. Well, everybody thinks I'm like this trainer guy, right? But that's just a slice of my life. Uh, I do. If you really realize it, um, if you're going to shift, if you're going to transform yourself, you're going to transform your body, if you're going to transform your life, if you can transform your relationship, it's really physical and, and relationship transformation is all psychological healing and psychological and emotional transformation. So if you want to transform your body, you got to transform your psychology and your emotions. And some of this is, is takes in healing. So I have everybody with a gratitude list. All my clients, they begin with some gratitude lists. And what are they grateful for? Or if they're stuck, I always turn to gratefulness. And gratefulness just shifts your energy. It shifts it from heavy or I can't or what am I going to do or fear or anxiety to, wow, I'm anchored, I'm now, I'm here. And it's a higher vibration that's based in truth and in absolute wholeness. And so I had one client, She, one of her first grateful lists at the end of the day for herself was, I'm so grateful I didn't eat a whole bag of Oreo cookies. <laughs> so <laughs> Sounds good, you though. Can start, exactly, and you can start anywhere, right, with gratefulness, but... No different than you. I guess I joined the club 90 days ago because, um, you know, one of my clients is is uh, Will Farrell. So Will Farrell and I were riding our bikes in Malibu 90 days ago, and uh, we came to this red light, and I passed out. And from passing out to waking up in the middle of Pacific Coast Highway with an ambulance coming, was like unreal. I said, Will, what happened? He goes, you passed out. It was like somebody decked you, and you just went down. So I had to call an ambulance, and this doctor at the red light came out of the car, and he called an ambulance too, and the ambulance was there. I said, well, how long was I out? And he goes, 30 to 60 seconds, and the ambulance is already pulling up. And I talked to the ambulance guy. I said, how'd you get there so fast? He goes, oh, we were just doing gas across the street. So <laughs> Lucky. there's all these yeah, unbelievable miracles all along the way. But anyway, after three days of tests, they found my heart valve was done. It was absolutely, you know, completely finished. It wasn't working very well. And it didn't get blood to my brain, at, you know, when we got to that red light. And I just passed out. It's called syncope. 
And to be honest with you, I am absolutely, and you and I have talked about this before over the years on this show, is like you, I am absolutely grateful for life, just living, especially now. Because after two or three days of tests at UCLA Hospital, they uh, finally discovered what was the issue. And my dad had an issue like this, and my grandfather died at 44, and he had an issue like this. So Mm. they said, you know, you've got a congenital, which means, you know, uh, your line of heritage um, you were born with, and it's done. Your, Your heart valve is done. And I said, you mean 54 marathons? And 500,000 miles on a bike and four-time Team USA, and I all did this in a bad valve. And they go, yep. I said, wow. (laughs) Wow. And, yeah, wow. Like, I'm so grateful I had those experiences with a bad valve and not knowing it. I had no idea. We had no symptoms. And not to to go on about the story, but the real quick aspect of it. If you ask Will, hey, what happened to Gary? He goes, yeah, I, I, I ran him into the ground. He couldn't hang, and he fainted. <laughs> I bet he's got all sorts of funny things. <laughs> of course, he would make fun of it, right? Yeah. And on the other side, if you ask me what was my experience like on that ride with Will Ferrell, I said he'd saved my life. Will Ferrell saved my life. So there we were, and uh, a couple of days later after tests, and the doctor walks in. He has a, a unique accent, you know, a, a different culture. He was born and raised. And so I couldn't quite understand him. And he goes, Gary, you need a new valve or. And I'm like, all right, I have an option. You know, mm-hmm. like, because all I heard about having a new valve was, oh, my God, they got to open up your chest and they have to do all these things. And it's quite painful and bizarre and, you know, quite a, quite a rehabilitation. So I couldn't understand him. And I said, Doc, I, I'm sorry, I didn't understand you. What was that? And he goes, well, you need a new valve or, and he said it again. And I said, you know, I really apologize. I don't mean to, uh, you know, don't please don't take this personal. Like, I can't understand it with your accent. Would you say it really, really slow? And, I, and he said, okay, you need a new heart valve or sudden death. <laughs> oh, that was the end, and huh? That was, that was it. Those were my choices. Sudden <laughs> okay. death or the new heart valve. I went, okay. I choose life, so no different than you. It's been quite an awakening the last 90 days, and appreciate, appreciate, appreciate every little thing, you know, uh, laundry, you know, going to the grocery store, driving, you know, walking, uh, being able to chat with you and catch up on things and seeing your your, your guys just excel in their, in their sports in college. Um, Every little thing, you know, I had my mom and sister came over for six days to those first six days when you get home out of the hospital and you barely can, you know, get to the bathroom. And just hanging with them for six days was just, you know, I might not have enjoyed that in other years of my life, but, oh, my God, it was so, I was so appreciative. And they were so dynamic and... You know, they, they they were just so unconditionally there. And then, you know, you just it just brings up so many beautiful things about life, you know, um, and choose life. You know, we had a discussion this morning with people about they have their issues, you know, their boss is on their case or, you know, their girlfriend or boyfriend or husband or wife or partner issues and being, you know, turmoil-ish. And I, and I just said, no, 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 life's way more valuable than that. And what, you know, one of the things you walk away with in these cases, and you you know with your situations with your health, is um, 
we value, we care for what we value. And if there was any common denominator with any world-class athlete, any celebrity, any person that's just trying to transform their, their health and their weight that I've ever worked with the last 30 years is that's it right there. We care for what we value. And it's this valuing, it's this connection to love, this connection to self-care can completely change your life. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to do anything everybody else wants you to do. You don't have to take on their uh, stuff, you know. You don't have to, like, let them influence the way you think or feel or what things you say or things you do. You can say, I'm not doing anything right now. You can choose. You can hold space for choice to what? For life, to just sit and pause and breathe. And that can change everything, especially if deep wounded people as they grow up and they have these wounds that are highly reactive, right, or or sabotage themselves and they can't seem to lose those five pounds or can't seem to succeed or finish what they start. It's back to we care for what we value and it's all about self-care, self-love, and wow, you know, what an eye-opener. Had open-heart surgery, new valve replacement, and uh, I'm proud to say 90 days later, I'm, I'm way ahead of schedule, and I taught a, taught a cycling class this morning on the bike. And today, and today you get to go take your bike out, I heard. <laughs> the doctor says I can take my bike out. It's uh, first time riding, and so I'm, I'm just so grateful and so thankful to just be able to breathe and move and move at you know, a real gradual pace and get myself back to where I was before that event, you know, in the next six months. Well, you know, I, I'm so, I'm, that just makes me so happy when you told me you were going to get your bike out today. I'm like, there, he's back. <laughs> so good. Back. He's back. Um, and you're, Yeah, and if it's around re- the block, oh, well, it's around the block. Exactly. You know, I'll take it. I'll take it, right? Whatever it is, it is, you know, and, and I've I've watched you recover and it's been amazing. Um, and I can't, I couldn't help but think the whole time you've been recovering what somebody who's not a world-class athlete recovers like from what you went through. I mean, it just must be um, because, you know, you're already there. You're already in shape. You're already, you know, everything about you is a world-class athlete. And I kept thinking about um, what, just what that surgery and what that recovery must be like for someone who's, who's not in that kind of shape it must be just it was really hard recovery right well anybody i've ever asked i mean specifically like cardiologist wise nurse wise uh icu you know people they're they all have the same word they go what a brutal surgery (laughs) they use the word brutal because it is Mm -hmm. it's like barbaric it's brutal it's like you would think we we could figure out a way to not cut open your chest I mean, it's six hours on a life support machine, and they take your heart out and put it on ice and then put in a new valve and stitch it all in and then put the heart back in your body. And, you know, I had people in the waiting room, like, were blown away. It was a six-hour surgery. So it's really, really serious. But mm-hmm. to be able to sit here on the phone and talk to you about it and then and then the cardiologist going, you, you know, you're going to be faster than you were. You're going to be better shaped than you were in six <laughs> months. <laughs> I love I'm like, it. Wow, that's wow, possible. That's, that's possible. Wow, but well, for somebody, this it's just one of these another reinforcing uh, like mm-hmm. learning moment. Which again, uh, one of my teachings is everything's a teacher, everything's a lesson. Yeah. 
everything, something positive, something negative, something yelling at you, everything is a teacher. A teacher to not buy in, a teacher to hold some space for yourself, a teacher to not make a commitment yet, a, a, a teacher to make a commitment. In this particular case, oh my gosh, you have to go really, really slow and really methodical. And, you know, it's like the nurse comes every, you know, week for a couple of weeks and you got to get your blood tested every two or three days and you're on meds that you've never been on before and the pain is excruciating. But as soon as you get around that, you just have to, you know, one of the things I learned, well, you know, I have a new hip, and that was years ago, <laughs> 10 years ago. So I got a new hip in India. And a knee. And that, pardon? And your knee. Oh, yeah. Well, the new, <laughs> hip, the new hip taught me, the new hip taught me that it doesn't matter if you got a piece of titanium in your body or not, okay? You're worth it. You're enough. You you know whether you got pieces of metal or you know screws or you know uh, cobalt or titanium or whatever or new parts, you're still enough. It never takes away the spirit, the, the the creator connection, the divine connection to who we really are. So it didn't matter. So once I really just absorbed that the first few days after surgery, is I knew I could make that come back. And before that, I have a new knee, right? So I have this whole reconstructed knee, and that was years before that. Then I put 54 marathons on that reconstructed knee, and what that taught me was to be peaceful in every step. And every step I took, I had to be ornery or peaceful. I had a choice, right? And so does everybody else. And every step they take, they can choose honor themselves or to dishonor themselves. So when we, you know, get drunk or we eat too much or, you know, we eat all those pies, like if I sat down and ate all those no. pies you made, okay, that would <laughs> no. be really dishonoring myself, right? Yeah. But if I had a sliver and told you what an amazing cook you were, I would be honoring myself and you. So it's how we go about this decision-making process and and giving ourselves enough space and time to get it right. It's not, you know, fast and what's the tablet I can take today to, to make everything change. It's actually doing the work because deep, deep down inside, there's something we don't love about ourselves and just about everybody, and that's the block. And when you get to this place about what you don't care or love about or value about yourself and you start bringing some light or care to that, you evolve, you evolve, you grow, you expand, you get heal, you start moving. And so somebody without being in shape, having to go through that surgery, they are enough. They're capable. They have that divine love inside of them. They can do it. They're going to do it. And with a lot of support, it took quite a lot of people, I mean, my friend David and Allison were there round the clock, and my sister and mom were there. And I, it, you know, it does take a village in this case. I mean, David walked in the ICU, and there was this huge checklist, about 12 things on the whiteboard. And he's like, dude, what is that? And I, I go, I have to get all that done today. I'm in ICU. So, yeah, it was it's boot camp, you know, to recover from this. So, But anybody can do it. Anybody can lose that five pounds. Anybody can come back from open-heart surgery. Anybody can come back from anything challenging, you know, a, a lost loved one. You know, our parents are eventually get older and, and transition out. We all have to deal with that. 
in in our life and so and and life continues you know life is spinning at a thousand miles an hour right our hair is growing our nails are growing our stomach lining is growing constantly you know the weather passes by first there's sun and then there's clouds and then there's sun again everything is moving and so are we so yeah anybody can do that it just takes a lot of effort and commitment got to be vigilant well, I'm glad you said that because, um, you know, today, you know, I, I'm always, I, I don't know if I, I, well, I do probably tell you this enough. I'm always so grateful for you and I'm, I'm always so grateful for, for knowing you. And I love, I love all of your self-love and your self-worth that you've taught me and other people. And you just, uh, you have a, just a totally special place in my heart and you know that. And I think it's really important for people, um, especially on holidays, um, any holiday any or any day for that matter, but sometimes it seems like holidays are particularly um, difficult sometimes for people. And they, not every holiday is like this peachy pie making event. You know, some people are really hurting today and people have expressed that to me in social media, privately in messages um, saying, you know, a variety of things saying happy, you know, I'm, I'm just always, um, I just like to think a lot of other people and what they're going through and, and I pay really close attention to my social media. And um, so to, to everybody out there, I love what you said about, I think, I think the gist of it was just applying love. Yes. Everybody look, your kids, you know, your husband, you, me, everybody out there were one big ball of love. And and love is the answer. Love, you know, we get pissy and we and we get overreactive and we get angry and all of that needs love. It just needs love. And when you bring love to that ego and that fear that creates those reactive emotions, they get small. And when we feed and nourish our body, see, we're meant to be healthy. See, I'm meant to make a comeback. I'm meant. I mean, this is how we're wired. We're wired to be, let's just say, Somebody wants to be 130 pounds and they're 150 pounds. They already are 130 pounds and they got 20 pounds of fear and pissy and frustration. And I don't think I can and I don't think I'm enoughness. So it, can't, it added up to 20 pounds of not eating the right thing or not moving the right way. And all that needs to undo. We just need to undo that. But deep down inside, under all of that, 150 pounds back to 130, that's how they're wired. Everybody's wired to be healthy. Everybody, everything in life is a teacher and a lesson. Let's say somebody doesn't have one arm. It doesn't matter. They're enough. They're enough to, they, they have life. Yeah. Okay. And, and we get to. We don't have to. We don't have to do anything. We get to. We get to have that class this morning. I got to ride a bike earlier today. I get to ride my bike again. I don't have to. You know, we get to be as lean or as big or as strong as we want to be. We get to be as uh, as athletic. We get to sleep 11 hours if we choose to sleep 11 hours. We get to. We don't have to. You know, we don't have to do anything. We're already wired for optimal. There's no limit. It's infinite. There's infinite possibility. Everybody's got all these ceilings. Well, I can't do that because my mom couldn't do that because my grandmother couldn't do that. And I was like, no, that's just not necessarily working in your favor but if you bring love to that if you Mm -hmm. tap into this big ball of love you can do anything you know one of the probably the worst things i do is sing 
And somebody said, <laughs> me too. Oh my God. <laughs> somebody <laughs> said, Do you think you could sing? And I go, Well, if you gave me four or five years and a singing coach, <laughs> and I would be able to connect finally to the singing ability, even you though I, you know, I'm I awful guess. right now. But <laughs> I could. Why? Because that's how we're wired. We're wired to grow and evolve, and we're capable and we're whole. People walk yeah. around, oh my God, every one of my clients comes to me because they, they're looking for. You know, uh, some way to 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 just be with whatever's going on in their life, and they seem to be uh, have anxiety from it or whatever, or weight, or or you know, addicted to certain things. So, what happens is, is just I have to reconnect them to who they really are. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's my whole, you know, just helping, empowering everybody out there. You're one big ball of love and infinitely capable. You're, you just need to learn willing and ready and able and reconnect to that worth. Yeah. But we're wired that way. We're already wired. It's not like I have to change, you know, I have to add things to people. People have everything they need. All the answers are inside, but they get on Facebook and they get connected to the all these people trying to tell them what to do or they look for love on the outside, right? The love right. and the answer. My vigilance or courage to go through a brutal, you know, not my word, taught me this <laughs> surgery was brutal. I already had that. I just had to find it. I had to yeah. I had to value myself enough to get to this other side. And I'm not there yet. I'm just on my way. I'm on this journey. And it's a constant daily discovery. It has been ever since... You know, I became, like, conscious or aware. Because, <laughs> you know, sometimes we're really, really little. We're not that conscious. But there's a lot going on subconsciously. Yeah. And some of now, those things we – go ahead. No, no, keep going. Some of those things, what? Oh, some of those things we have to bring – we call it bringing light to it. We have to bring some awareness, some consciousness, some light to things that are holding us back. It's not what we do awesome – it's what are the things that we don't believe in about ourselves. It's what are these wounds, what are these things that are blocking us is what's stifling our happiness or our peace or our joy. And if we can yeah. – I always ask people, are you willing to look at that? It's such a powerful question because some people, oh, no, I don't want to – I want to avoid that. No way. And, and hell, am I going to look at that one? And I'm like, but you must. You must at least be able to learn and understand how to bring some love to that block. Because once you even bring the most little bit of light to that block, it's going to get little or small. And as it gets smaller, you're going to feel that. You're going to want to give it some more love. So, you know, one of the biggest challenges or blocks for people is fear. You know, fear. Oh, I, I don't know about that. I, I can't do that. Oh my God! Oh my God! I gotta have open heart surgery. I was like, no, bring it on. I get to have open heart surgery of all things. Why? Because I need a new valve. I want that peace and movement and healthiness post recovery. So I had to value myself enough that I was worthy enough to go through this. And everybody else, oh, my gosh, I mean, you know, okay, open-heart surgery is pretty brutal and big, but other people have much bigger, you know, challenges. And and it's not bigger or smaller. It's just everybody has challenges. And it's just bringing that's that what, love. Yeah, that's what I always think, too. I mean, I just, I, I 
take a look at people and um, think about all the challenges we go through and just, you know, it's just a lot of love to, to spread out there. A smile. I love to smile at people. Um, just even if they don't smile back, you know, just a, a gentle smile, a gentle hello, a gentle letting somebody go through the door first or whatever it is, just the kindness and love out there because you really don't have any idea what people are going through. Um, Yeah, you just described a vehicle of love, like love is coming through you. You're here to not only, and again, a a journey, a a classic journey for a client of mine would be identify and start sharing our gifts and talents. But to get to that, they get to that, they have to get to that block or that wound. They got to bring some love. But gifts and talents are meant to be shared. That's why we're on this earth, meant to be shared. And so, uh, love, and then, and then, so we share and serve. So the serving part comes from what, like you said, a smile. We have, we love the smile. We have this higher vibrational energy that we're, we're, uh, you know, we work uh, again uh, diligently on staying connected to. Share that. Give it away. Yeah. It's because that's what we're we're wired that way. We're not yeah, wired absolutely. unhealthy. We're not wired overweight. We're not wired. You know, these are things we created. So if we can take responsibility for what we create, drinking, smoking, over-medding, avoiding, being irresponsible, staying in our little self instead of taking on the world. Well, going from I don't love myself to loving yourself, that's a big project. That's like open-heart surgery. Because people get stuck in their head, and it's all about their heart. It's about stay, get, stop coming from your head and actually, you know, knowing things. Well, I know that. Well, I know that. Well, I know that. Yeah, but do you live it? Do you come through your heart and come from love and live it that way in your day, not just intellectually knowing things? So that's where we get stuck. It's that healing, being okay, being a big ball of love. smiling (laughs) assisting being available you know at service you know i i um somebody tweeted me earlier today and they said uh, happy thanksgiving to you guys and that meant you as well um great and they just they couldn't be with us today because they have a a, again there's a personal crisis going on somebody died in their family Um, but he said i'm grateful for all people who percolate love kindness happiness compassion goodwill and ethics Thank you, as always, for you two leading by example and have fun with your show. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, grateful. Grateful for that energy. Grateful is not hard. It's a natural way to live. It's working against the current of life is what's difficult. It's like walking uphill. And I'm just beginning to walk uphill, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is a little harder. And I'm like, oh, this is this is how I would be about something in my life five years ago, you know? It's like walking yeah. uphill. Like, why do we, yeah, let's choose. We get to walk uphill if we want, but if we don't want to, make it flat. Make it easy. <laughs> do you, um, okay, so I promised I would keep you to 30 minutes um, to see how, you know, how we are in time and how you're feeling, too, because, you know, you're, you're 90 days out from this, so I don't want to keep you for the full hour. Do you want to keep go- Do you want to keep going, or do we should we give it five more minutes, or you tell yeah, me? Yeah, let's give it five more minutes and just okay. to share with everybody. Yes, I'm on. Uh, 
I'm proving not only to myself but everybody, one of my clients, and that is I'm coachable. And so the cardiologist said, okay, 30 to 35 minutes, nothing more. And like this morning, okay, you can meet with those 20 people, but nothing more. And I'm like, okay. So it's really cool, actually, to instead of always lead, but to just be led once in a while and learn from, you know, the professionals around me. So it's great. But it's also about me reaching back out to them and go, you know, can we do this next week? Can we do this two weeks from now? Can we do this three weeks from now? And just planting some seeds and letting them know, you know, I'm healthy enough or I'm seeing this vision. Because, like you said, some people, it's, uh, I can't tell you how many days have been foggy, you know, Oh, yeah. at the early stages, like, what can I do? Oh, my gosh, you know, just getting to the kitchen was challenging today. And I was like, how am I ever going to know? So you don't go to that fear. How am I ever going to do something in two weeks? Yeah. You just go, it's now. All I got is now. So let's just give it my best now and then take a nap. Well, <laughs> you know. That's how the last 90 days has been. <laughs> but, you know, it's a good, it's sort of a good lesson in a way. And, and I don't mean this to you, but I mean to other people also because I know, um, I know I'm that person too, whether I've had open heart surgery or not. I I really do have a the strong need to be quiet or take a nap or take a walk or put my camera around my neck and go do something else. Um, I have that strong need to sort of shut off, and it's what keeps the inflammation in my body low so that my food allergies don't go crazy and things like that. I mean, it's what keeps me so I don't get sick so often. I finally just sort of slowed my own self down um, because I used to be a person who would get strep throat at, you know, every three months because I go, 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 go and never chill. Which is, and that's such a great point. And, you know, there's six shows in this show (laughs) we could do. Yeah, I know. And we got to go. Right. But this, yeah, but in this one, sleep, I can't tell you. I mean, I'll go to bed at 7 p.m. now, and I'll get 10 or 11 hours sleep, and how much I feel the next two days because of one good night's sleep. So sleep heals. This is when our body heals. You know, we walk around all day or go to swimming or yoga or, you know, spinning class or wherever, and we break down all day long and it's when we sleep is when we grow back together get stronger and our body rejuvenates itself so i'm a huge proponent of naps and sleep and day off and you know i had a client the other day i asked her you know it's time for your day off well what what day off and some people have a like they label it as a weakness taking a day off and i was like no 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 no. it's intelligence it's how the body's meant to be and meant to be wired. So, yes, uh, pausing and honoring yourself versus dishonoring yourself with sleep or a nap or not overeating today. <laughs> yeah. No. Right? Yes, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no. It's <laughs> funny. If I could just um, finish two words, from my two wise words. Yeah, a couple of things really quickly is yeah. every cardiologist asked me, did I have this? Did I have that? They have all these symptoms. And one that was consistently asked by every heart professional that I've talked to in the last, you know, three months was, did you have a heart murmur? So a lot of people are walking around right now with a heart murmur. And a heart murmur is something slightly out of balance, slightly abnormal, not normal flow. And in my case, I did have a heart, small heart murmur, 
but no heart professional made anything about it versus every heart cardiologist I've talked to in the last 90 days because some of them are clients and some of them are you know, people working with me. Um, they're like, no, that's the sign to get an E, not an EKG, but an echocardiogram, an echocardiogram. It's like the little device they put on, you know, pregnant women to see the baby. It's that yeah, ultrasound. Uh, the ultrasound, right? Yeah. If you have a heart murmur, get an echocardiogram, get an ultrasound of your heart, and make sure those valves are absolutely flowing the way they're supposed to be. And you know, good point. That'll help your, you know, what you do and how you do it and how long you do it and how intense you do it, and or how to do it uh, over the next five or ten years because those valves last a long time. But in my case, I was born with uh, two little gates in one of the valve instead of three. So it worked, you know, one and a half times as much as the other valve. So that valve was 90 years old inside of me, and I was 60. Wow. So it was done. And so, you know, to be aware of your health, value yourself enough, care for yourself enough because we care for what we value, and and get your tests. They're really inexpensive these days, too. Technology's phenomenal. Yeah, I love that. We care for what we value. All right. Well, lots of love. Thank you for being with me today. Thank you all for listening to the Good Morning Gratitude annual show here on Best Ever You. And um, I'm so glad you're with me, Gary. (laughs) (laughs) Great. I'm so grateful (laughs) to have life. (laughs) Never meant that more, you know. It's funny. Never. Oh, goodness. All right. Continued um, wellness and recovery and all that good stuff. And um, I talk to you all the time. So, but... um, and um, how should we end? Should we just say goodbye? Or, uh, you yes, can... absolutely. Yeah. And everybody else, for that matter, is more than enough for anything they want to achieve. So love stick it. with that. Connect to that. Love it. All right. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving, Gary, and to your family. And um, take care, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Best Ever You Show. Want more? Visit us at besteveryou.com. Be your best and keep it real. Confident, successful, caring, and beautiful every day with Best Ever You.